Welcome into Against the Spread, a sports podcast for people that don't know what they're talking about. By people that don't know what they're talking about. On today's Against the Spread, we are going over rivalry week in college football, placing our bets, getting our over-unders. Also, we're hitting the NFL, taking listener questions, and we're doing the Pick and Pop, our newest NBA segment with me and Corey. And Dylan will chime in every now and then to show his hate on LeBron, I'm sure. That's right. Let's get started. is brought to you by thanksgiving what better way to spend a holiday than by watching football stuffing your face and your family reminding you that you're single happy turkey day everyone all right so screw it let's just dive right into college football let's start thursday night with the egg bowl Ole miss versus mississippi state mississippi state is a two and a half point favorite the over under is 58 and a half I really like Ole Miss straight up in this one. Uh, I've not been big on state all year. I feel like the real play here is to get the over and throw it in on like a seven-point tease because neither of these defenses are good and both offenses have shown sparks all year. So I think the play is the over, throw it in on a tease, but I like Ole Miss straight up. Yeah, I, I agree with both of those. I like Ole Miss to win outright. Um, I think in big games they've showed up more so than Mississippi State. The um, quarterback situation with them, they tend to use two quarterbacks, but that's given defenses a lot of headaches. I can't think of the kid's name right now. It's John Ross Plumley. Yeah. Um, I think he'll give Mississippi State some issues. They have no quarterbacks. They played like four or five. So I like Ole Miss to cover or to win outright, and I also like the over because there's absolutely no defense in this game. Yeah. I mean, both teams just suck in general. So, I mean, I really don't think there is True. just, you know, I you feel like I feel like you can't say one over the other. I mean, they just, they're just awful. I think this is the worst year of sports for Mississippi, honestly. I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves. This is awful. They're trash. They need to go home, end their season and regroup for next year. But I want to give it to Mississippi State, honestly. I mean, I just, no. Yeah, there's just no bone to pick here. I I think it's just going to be State, honestly. The one thing that does make me hesitate is Mississippi State is a five-win team. So this is to go to a bowl game. Yeah. That's the only reason. But that might be even more motivation for Ole Miss Miss to play To keep them out of a bowl game, exactly. All right, Virginia Tech. Also, worst year in – Sports history in Mississippi, I would think desegregation the year they did that was probably worse. <laughs> For Mississippians, at least. like they, they probably hated that. Yeah, that was probably a tough scene for the yeah. state of Mississippi. <laughs> Dang, 
things or Mm-mm-mm. never mind. <laughs> Virginia Tech plays Virginia. Virginia Tech is a three-point favorite with the over/under at forty-eight. This is for their fight for the right to lose to Clemson. I pick Virginia to win the Coastal in our preview episode, and I always give the edge in a close rivalry game like this one to the home team. So I'm sticking with them. I like Virginia straight up and the under here. I'm going to agree on the under. I think it'll be relatively low scoring, but I'm actually going to go Virginia Tech to win. I think they're playing better football over the last five games. Um, they've won four out of five, almost won at Notre Dame, whereas Virginia has kind of – they struggled against Georgia Tech, struggled against UNC, lost to Louisville. So I actually like Virginia Tech minus two and a half and the under. An okay year for the state of Virginia, you know – but I, I like Virginia, honestly, in this one. I, I think Virginia Tech just still just hasn't found their groove. Um, it, was, it was Frank Beamer, right? That was the coach? Yeah. Yeah, I, I still feel like Virginia Tech just still hasn't gotten a groove with having a new coach, with having, you know, such a legacy with him. So um, I, I take Virginia with this one. Iowa is a six-point favorite versus Nebraska. The over-under is set at 44.5. Nebraska has had a sneaky, not terrible second year under Frost. It hasn't been great, but it hasn't been awful. Uh, But the Iowa defense is going to be way too much for them here. I put the under in that same teaser from the first game, and I take Iowa minus six against Nebraska. I'm going to agree with you on both of those. Um, for this one, I like the under a lot. Iowa's defense is nasty, and I don't think Nebraska's offense is good enough to change that this week. No. Um, the five and a half, I'm going to say Iowa covers, but if it was a point higher, I'd probably take Nebraska. Because I think it's close. Because they've lost their five and six. Do you buy the half point? I would probably buy the half point and take Nebraska. They've, they've been playing teams close. This is for a bowl game. I buy the half point and I'll take Nebraska. Yeah, I agree with what Chase said. I mean, I think Nebraska is going to take maybe another year to rebuild before they can honestly compete again. Um, But I like Iowa in this one as well. Cincinnati plays Memphis. Memphis is an 11-point favorite. The over-under is set at 57.5. I'm pounding the over here. The game opened with Memphis as a seven-point favorite and has gone all the way up to 11. I think they only win by about 9 or 10. So at 11, I take Cincinnati. But there's going to be a ton of points scored here for sure. I'm going to take Cincinnati plus the 11. I'm trying to think if I believe in Luke Fickle's defense enough to take the under. But if you look at Memphis and and their points per game, I, I mean – I don't, I don't see how you can go anything else but the over. Luke Fickle in defense is an oxymoron. So, Well. <laughs> I, I'm i actually going to walk with Memphis, I think, on this one. I just, you know, I had to, I had to say it. I just, I, I feel like, like I'm, I'm all you know what? Lines. You know what? Since, you know, my standing with Stanford hasn't worked out, you know, at all. I'm going to start walking yeah. with Memphis. Well, okay. I'm, That's I'm going to be my new thing. Sure, I'm going to walk with Memphis. There you go, everyone. 
That's key. You know Memphis is going to lose now. There you go. All right, Washington State plays Washington in the Apple Cup. Washington is a seven and a half point favorite. The over/under is set at sixty-four. Both of these teams are very pass-heavy. State's defense is terrible. Washington's is only semi-confident this year. I take the over and I take Washington to cover the seven and a half. I love the over because, like you said, neither team plays good defense. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. The next part of this pick, you may want to fade because my picks this season have been about as successful as Chase's have been with women. Oh, my God. Sorry. (laughs) I'm taking Washington State plus seven. I'm rolling with Mike Leach. I think Gordon has a big day for them at quarterback, and I think they pull off the upset. I actually like them outright. Yeah, yeah. I respect it, but again, another state with another just awful year in football. Not awful, but in what they have produced in the past couple of seasons, this is a down... The Seahawks are doing pretty good. Okay, yeah. well, the Seahawks don't count here. That's NFL. Come on, Chase. Get it together. Um, this is college football. You said the whole state. You said the whole state, though. Starbucks has avoided controversy with Christmas cups. Oh, man. Don't make me come through this phone right now. It's been it's been a day from you oh, know when today. Our listeners weren't our listeners weren't going to be able to tell you were on a phone until you mentioned it. They would have thought we were all in studio and just going for it. Dylan Dylan is off location right now. I am I am, but okay. The state of Washington in college football to me has had a down year from what they've done in the past. But I agree with Chase. I think Washington will cover. And I take the over as well. All right, Ohio State plays Michigan. Ohio State is a eight is a an eight and a half point favorite. Sorry for all my grammar police out there. And the over under is set at fifty and a half. Ohio State is going to win the national championship this year. They're the most complete team to me. This game is not going to be close. I take Ohio State to cover, and I take the over. I think Ohio State might score 50 themselves. This is my bet your mortgage lock of the week. Ohio State, 8.5, and I like the over. I think it's closer than what you would think. I don't don't think they just kill the over, but I, I do think they dominate Michigan, and I don't think it's close really at any point. Do you think... The reason that the spread is so cl- uh, is just, just at A because they're at the big house for this game. That probably bought Michigan three points. Yeah, I, I think it was at least going to be ten and a half if it weren't if it were on a yeah. neutral site. Well, I I agree with Chase. I don't. I, Ohio State is. I feel like they could win it this year, but I I just don't know yet. But. I think this is the year where I think Ohio State just obliterates Michigan. And I think, do you think if they obliterate a Michigan in this game, do you think that's enough to say, okay, let's hang up the khakis on Harbaugh and try for something new? No. Cause I think he stays. Here's my thing. You might get Bob Stoops, but if you miss out on Bob Stoops and you're Michigan, who do you get? Right. Because that, that's what you got to look at if you're firing a coach is who do you get? And I, I just don't know if Bob Stoops comes there. Urban Meyer is definitely not coming mm-hmm. there. 
And then there's a tremendous fall off of coaches from there. Unless you can somehow swing less miles to come from Kansas to there. But even then, I don't know if what you're getting is a huge Well, but at the same time, when do you decide to make power moves and decide, okay, we want to... That we thought this guy was going to be our saving grace and start being Ohio State, but he has obviously failed. So, at one point, do you just pull the plug? I think I think at a certain point, you kind of have to do what Auburn has done. Even though Auburn has beaten Alabama uh, every now and then, you kind of just ride with your guy and you say, "Hey, this is just going to be our coach." We recognize that at this point. And Tom, Alabama, or at this point, Ohio State's just going to be better than us. And there's really nothing we can do because Ohio State's easier to recruit to. They've got better coaches. They've got better players right now. And there's not a better coach out there who would come to Michigan and play against that every single year. What do you know, if if anyone knows off the top of our head, what his contract was? Like, did he get an extension or anything lately? no, he hasn't. He hasn't gotten an extension. But it was a huge contract. Yeah, uh, he got an extension after I think his like second year. But even yeah. the first contract was huge. Like he was vastly overpaid. Yeah. And and I've always said I don't think they'll ever be. I don't think they will ever fire him uh, unless there's some kind of controversy that takes place off the field. I think it'll always be a mutual yeah. agreement, so to speak, or he goes to the NFL. Right, yeah. I think that's the end game here is he takes another NFL job at some point. Falcons. Did you make picks on that game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I said uh, I picked picked Ohio State on that one. Okay, okay. All right, Georgia plays Georgia Tech. Georgia is a 28-point favorite. The over-under is 46-and-a-half. Georgia Tech's defense is atrocious, and it's going to make a lackluster Georgia offense look incredible. And Tech's new offense is even worse than their defense. (laughs) While Georgia's defense is one of the best in the nation, Georgia's going to win this game 38-0. to I take Georgia to cover and the under here. I'm going to take the under, and I actually think Georgia Tech beats the spread. Oh, and, and barely, and here's why. You think they'll only score 24-0? to zero? <laughs> It could be, but here, here's why. I think Georgia knows what their deficiencies are. They've kind of accepted where they are as a team. They know their season doesn't – this weekend doesn't define their season. That's next weekend. Right. I think they're already going to prepare for LSU. They don't have to worry about the triple option this week. I think their minds are already going to be on LSU, maybe looking ahead. We'll help Georgia Tech out some there. But I'm actually going to go over, but excuse me, under, but Georgia Tech to beat the spread. Well, I think Georgia will cover, and they'll. I think they'll go. Wait, what's the over-under? 46.5. Yeah, I think they'll go over, honestly. Just like the just like the Braves did in Turner Field. Turner Field is used to the Braves losing, so Georgia Tech will lose just to make Turner Field feel at home. So, the game. What? Turn Where's Turner Field coming to this? Georgia Tech plays there. No, they have no, their they own stadium. <laughs> oh, Georgia! It's Georgia State. 
Yeah, yeah. Georgia State. Yeah, yeah. Georgia State oh, I thought it was Georgia Tech. Tech. Oh, oh man. man. And guess he's not editing that out. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. Just guess take who, that. Just take that out. Gonna edit out. Guess who is going to edit out him completely missing editing though? Do you Do you want me to redo it? Oh no, fam. No, we're keeping that in there. That's okay. gold. Okay. All right, Wisconsin goes to Minnesota. Wisconsin is a two and a half point favorite. The over under is 47 and a half. This game is the fight for the right to lose to Ohio State. The forecast, weather guy coming in here, mixture of rain and snow at a terrible 36 degrees. This bodes well for the run game of Wisconsin. I take the Badgers to cover and I throw the under in the teaser as well. We're going to agree and disagree. We're going to agree on the points. I'm going to go under. But I'm going to go Minnesota outright. At home. Oh, my God. Row the boat. <laughs> no way. Wisconsin <laughs> can't throw the football when it's sunshine and 75 degrees. They're not going to be able to throw the football in 36-degree weather. Minnesota, as they have all year, is going to find a way. No, 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 no. Just just no. Sorry. Um, you know, you know, as I said on the last one or the one before, I just hate Minnesota. Just hate them this season. I think they, wow. I think they are. He just hates, he hates all the people you should root for. I just hate Minnesota. I think Minnesota has, has taken, <laughs> they have taken the spot of Oklahoma this year because of Jalen at Oklahoma. So I can't, Bruh, I, I just can't do it. But I think that Minnesota again will choke it home on the national stage and Wisconsin will win honestly I, I'm ready for Minnesota to be done this season so I don't have to hear their name again until that Tuesday when rankings or that Sunday when rankings come out and they're below number 10. Oregon State plays Oregon. Oregon is a 20 and a half point favorite. The over under is 65 and a half. The Ducks are a running team and the Beavers suck at stopping the run, and they can't do anything on offense against this Oregon defense. I take Oregon to cover and the under here. I like Oregon to cover and the under as well. The only thing that would make me hesitate would be where's Oregon's head at right now, but with them still having the Pac-12 championship to play for, um, I think they come out and take care of business. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ducks on this one. Because, I mean, uh, like you said, Oregon State, they just don't even need to show up. They just need to just give them the win. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, this is just bad. Bad, bad, bad. All right. In the Iron Bowl, Alabama is a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Auburn. The over-under is set at 50. My bet your mortgage lock of the week is a parlay with Alabama covering and the over. Mac Jones this year has proven he's a competent quarterback who can make downfield completions to these receivers and make the right reads in the RPO game. Last up, he has. Yeah. Have you have? Well, it against. Well, well, what? Well, which game? The one game that he actually played the whole game. He's in? played two whole games, buddy. What two whole okay, games? Well, okay. He's played. Yeah. He's yeah. Played yeah. In, 
Okay, two didn't play a whole game before the second half of the national championship, but everybody was wanting him to come in. So I think we're going to be okay. Ben was going to. I think there's a big cover. difference between there's a big difference between Tua and Mac Jones. I'm just okay. saying. Well, I'm just saying that. I'll let you continue you now. Got three first round wide receivers, and all you have to do is get them the ball quickly and just let them work, because. If you get it to them, I agree. If you get it to them quickly, Auburn's strength is their front seven. Once you get in that secondary, not that great. So, I like Alabama to cover. I like the over. Last episode, I gave you my lock of the century, and it hit. I take all of those winnings and I put it on this parlay. I like Alabama to cover. You like how I don't ever mention when I lose. I just yeah, like, oh you just, man, I won that one. Three weeks ago, I hit <laughs> a non-team NFL parlay. Um, you did, yeah. That was, that was Yeah, I haven't done anything since then. <laughs> but um, I like Alabama to cover the three and a half. I'm going to go under, though, because I think Auburn's going to be able to get enough pressure on Mac Jones throughout the game to keep him, keep him away from getting in – in the groove throughout the entire game. And because of that, I'm going to go the under. If Auburn had a competent quarterback, I think he would definitely take the over, but I'm going to go under. I I agree with Corey on that one, actually. Um, I think the key to this game is just Mac Jones and his nerves. You're not going to be in Bryant-Denny. You're going to be at Jordan-Hare. I mean, that's just the... It's Jordan. Jordan. It's Jordan. Jordan-Hare. Since when? Since it's always, always been well, that. It's, Coach well, and it's, well, it's, it's going to be called Jordan tonight. Um, <laughs> but Ignorance is bliss. That is true. But, um, I, I, like, I, like Corey said, I think Alabama will cover, and I, I like the under on it. I just, Mac Jones' nerves just have to, he just has to get them under control quick and move on. I'll say this. Worst case scenario for Bama, I think, if they win the coin toss, I think they should take the ball. Yeah. Because if Auburn gets the ball first, they run some double reverse Hail Mary and get up 7 nothing. so Mac Jones takes the field for the first time on the road, feeling like he's got to make a play, then you could be in trouble if you're Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree with you. I think either team, whoever wins the coin, should – or whoever wins the coin flip should, should take get the, the ball, ball first. Game. Yeah. All right. Dylan's least favorite team against his most favorite team. Notre Dame plays Stanford. Notre Dame is a 16 and a half point favorite. Stanford, or the over under is set at 51 and a half. These offenses aren't very good. Throw the under in the teaser. Take Stanford to cover. Notre Dame probably wins by 14. I think it's 31 to 17. You know how. On like all the other gambling podcasts, they talk about like DVOA and stuff like that. I'm just gonna start <laughs> yeah. making that up. <laughs> like Stanford ranks number seven in DVOA. There's so. some stat that PFT commenter talks about. That's just like the most ridiculous. Yeah. He talk- God, there was one. I was like, what was the one? It was baseball. Yeah, you know, baseball. <laughs> he was talking about the Nationals were like number one in that. Yeah, well, like when the count two it. and zero or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They made T-shirts. They're March geniuses. God. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Notre Dame to cover. Uh, I think that 
with this win that's going to booster them to getting to one of those New Year's Six Bowl games. Um, I like the under, though. Stanford's offense is anemic, so I'm going to go Notre Dame cover, but the under. Shout out to all of our anemic listeners. All our what listeners? Anemic. Anemic. Okay, I thought you said anemic, but I didn't know what. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyways, um, I'm going to go. I I like Chase. I like uh, Stanford covers, and I take the under as well. I am going to stand with Stanford for one last time this season. Or our peace, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado plays Utah. Utah is a 29-point favorite. The over-under is set at 65.5. There's lots of fun games to watch on rivalry week. This will not be one. Take Utah to, Utah to cover and take the under. I actually like Colorado to beat the 28 because you like Mel Tucker. I mean, we're buds. <laughs> And I wish you'd come back home, but yeah, he used um, to throw the bag around for him. Yeah, I, I'm. At, I mean, they've played teams close. There's not been many games this year that they've just gotten waxed. So I'm going to go Colorado, and I'm going to go over because you, of that. Do you think if we just claim that we've thrown the bag around for multiple Alabama coaches, that the NCAA will just investigate us randomly? So I've actually <laughs> had a plan where I Venmo. Derek Brown, $500, <laughs> and then one of you guys call and report it to the NCAA so he can't play Saturday. Oh, I like it. That's a great plan. Solid. Against the Spread is brought to you by Venmo. We should just we should just be a drop-the-bag podcast. Yeah, I mean, I 100% may or may not the duffel bag boys. travel to Canada to make sure we lock up a 6-foot-11 center. So. Yeah, I'm, I may or may not enjoy watching five-star high school linebackers play football. Yeah. I'm going to put my pastime. Is it my turn now? Yes. Wait. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, like you said, this is this is not a game that, you know, I will be paying attention to. You know, I, I will pay attention to the score at the end to see, you know, how Utah wins. Um, you know, but my question, the real question is here. Why do they not play BYU? Utah? Yes. Well, I think in Mormon life, isn't it frowned upon to beat your brother? Yeah. You're supposed to show brotherly love. So, (laughs) you know, beating up on each other isn't brotherly love. So you got to go out of state for that. Mm -mm. Well, Utah wins. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State. Oklahoma is a 13.5-point favorite. The over-under is set at 69.5. This has the feel of one of those rivalry games where everyone expects a shootout and the final score ends up being 24-10. to Yeah. I like the Sooners to cover, but I really like the under here. So this is rivalry week. Just throw the records out. You know you can throw the records out. Yeah. (laughs) If you could see me right now, I've got the records in my hand. Yeah, he does. And I'm throwing them out. He just threw them. Oklahoma State. What's their record? Eight and three. You should have just said I'm And I'm throwing it out. <laughs> this weekend, it's zero and zero versus zero and zero. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Friend of the program at the University of Alabama. Yeah. 
beats the Sooners at home. Over and Oklahoma State. Money line. Chuba Hubbard goes off. Jalen Hurts has three turnovers. Three. Three, which is an average game for him yep. in games. That's true. High-scoring shootout. Oklahoma State. Money line. Opens the door for Alabama in the playoffs. I mean, I can't, I can't fight against that. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, this is the one, to me, out of this list of rivalry games that we've gone through besides Alabama and Auburn, to me, this is the one game that it could go either way. And they're they're playing in, what, Stillwater, right? Yep. So T. Boone Pickens I mean, Stadium. It's it, to me. It's a tough one. That and just sounds like a racist name. <laughs> yeah, <it does>. <laughs> <laughs> if your name is T Boone Piggins, well, the state of Oklahoma Piggins. doesn't have a good history when it comes yeah, to being like nice you, to minorities. So you, you know, you definitely voted against desegregation. <laughs> just like Thirteenth Amendment. Screw that. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, um, and I mean, the, you, I hope I got that amendment number right. Wait, which one did you say? I said thirteen. Uh, we'll look it up later. Yeah, I think we'll that might be right. Um, Throughout the amendments, it's rivalry week. But I, I like Oklahoma in this one, and I take the under as well. All right. Do y'all want to move on to NFL, or you want to do listener questions? You know, I think it's... We, let's take a break, and let's do some listener questions. All right. Do that. Well, let's do some listener questions, then. Listener questions are brought to you by Twitter. Do you want to aimlessly... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even have a commercial for this, but man, getting a burner Twitter has been the most therapeutic thing. Oh, you got thing. one? Yes. It's been the most... What's your account name? I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay. It's been the most therapeutic thing. I, I tweet, and then I'll just delete it, but every now and then, Dylan will see my tweets and like favorite them from He knows the burner. your burner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, follow, I followed your one of your burners. I have like... Seven. I know. I do. I do like your burner account. I do find several of them very funny. I. Uh, you find what? Who's? Yours, Chase. Sorry. Oh. Uh. I. I think I followed your one. Oh yeah, that was the one with the cat. That was a good one. Corey, how many do you have now? I see. I make one and I forget it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll make another one. <laughs> I'm thinking about. Doing another one called, and then like having, <laughs> and then having Nick's head yeah. photoshopped on top of <laughs> that crossed my mind this week. Oh my gosh, um, that's, how has nobody done that yet? I don't know. I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, oh man. All right, so listen to questions. Pull up Twitter, and I'm just gonna mindlessly scroll and. The first three that I land on, we'll go with those. All right. First question is from Houdat76. Hey, guys. Who's better at being at an undisclosed location in Atlanta? The Atlanta Falcons defense or Colin Kaepernick? That's a great question. Yeah, because you could say both of them are. The fact that the Falcons have played better defense away from home is kind of concerning. I think I'm going to go Falcons because they've done it for eight weeks, and Kaepernick only did it once. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, Consistency. I value consistency yeah. in my evaluations. 
Um, Kaepernick did a good job, though. Did he? That one week. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he... He apparently showed out throwing against air, you know. That. In a non-stage tryout right. from the NFL that they didn't force all 32 teams to go to. Yeah, not at all. Yep. But here, here, and here's my question about uh, old Kaepernick. Do you think he's actually gonna get called? No, no, because or do you think, or do you think, or do you think they just kind of said, you know, we'll I, give him this just to kind of appease no, him no, no. and here, we'll move here's, on? Here's what happened. The teams were interested. Multiple teams were interested, and I think they contacted the office because they didn't want to try him out and then not offer him something mm-hmm. in case he sucked. Because if they do that, then they're terrible for right. not giving him a shot. And the way that I don't know if you watched his post workout interview, the way he handled uh, the way it. he handled that was not ideal. Mm-hmm. You can't. And no other employer on this planet can you host a interview for, tell them they're a piece of crap for not hiring you after, and then beg them for a job later. Like that, that that's not how life works. I'm sorry. When Stephen A. Smith is going against you, yeah, that's what I'm that's all you need to know. And to me, this has been my argument the whole time. If you really wanted to play football, if that was your end goal, you would have played in the AAF. Yeah. Or the XFL. Yeah. Or Canada. Right. Now. If you cared about playing football and you cared about getting back to the NFL, you would do what hundreds of other guys have done. Go play football somewhere else. Show how good you are. And then try to get signed on a one or two game contract. Right. So, at this point, you can't tell me it's about playing football. Like Stephen A. Smith said, he just wants to be a martyr. And... This is coming mm-hmm. from somebody who was very much on Kaepernick's side in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And now I'm just kind of over it. Next next question before we completely <laughs> segregate our audience here. All right, question number two. This is from, oh, wow, this is verified, at Andy Dick. Oh, wow. Hey, Dylan. Oh, wow. What's oh, up? Wow. <laughs> noted noted um, D3 star, Andy Dick. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Can you repeat that? He just said, hey, Dylan, what's up? Dot, dot, dot. Well, hey. Um, so, uh, you know, about, you know, uh, you know, I have two days off coming up during the week. Bro, you're going to watch Disney Plus, I'm, Star I'm, Wars, all eight movies, and be like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I promise. I, here's, you know, I, pr- here's I the thing, promise. Dylan. Here's the thing. It's a short movie. But it's not it's even not, that long. It's not long. <laughs> I promise. I, pr- I promise to watch it this week. I promise. My God. Okay. Next question before I attack Dylan through the phone. All right. This was from Pinstripe King. How does it feel to be fans of a broke franchise and have to settle for Chase Darno in free agency? I don't. I don't I, know. Can you? Um, can Chase? Can you repeat the question? I couldn't hear that. I can't hear Corey that well. How does it feel to be fans of a broke franchise and have to settle for Darno at catcher in free agency? See that? I don't know because when you speak fan of a broke franchise to me, I immediately think of the Buccaneers. So, I'm not sure. 
that would that would that would suck to have a contender of a team that really all you need is one or two moves during free agency and you do absolutely nothing with it that that would be awful yeah that'd be a shame to have like um a pitcher who's won a World Series before out there mm-hmm. with interest to play for your team. Yeah. And then have um, probably the best 20-year-old pitcher in the game right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. And I don't know how that feels. You have like two two weak spots on your entire team, and that just happens to show its ugly face during the postseason. Yeah. That would be awful. Must be the Phillies. Couldn't be me. No, it must be the Phillies. And that's the one good thing. Uh, Silver Linings playbook here. At least we're not the Phillies and spent a buttload of money and didn't even even make the playoffs. So there's Silver Linings and everything. Bryce Harper makes more money in 80 games than we pay Ozzy Lobby's offseason. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. All right. That was was three, right? Yep, that's three. Oh, man. Okay. They're getting better. Yeah. They're asking deeper questions. <laughs> We're not going to move past the D3 thing, though, until uh, Dylan finally watches it, though. Maybe by next Maybe week. Maybe so. Maybe. We'll see. All right, so let's go through the NFL now. Bears are a three-point favorite against the Lions. The over-under is 38-and-a-half. The Lions loop. We can't play. We, we don't, don't have, have rights. We don't have video rights. We don't have rights to that to go off in the oh, background, man. Corey. Gosh. All right. The Lions losing at home, although it did say intercepted. And yeah. That's going to be a recurring theme of this game. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. So, a little, little bit of irony there and foreshadowing. Lions losing at home on Thanksgiving is truly a tradition unlike any other. And now with all the injuries on offense, the Lions will not get the ball past midfield, and the Bears are going to win 13-0. Pound the under in this game. Pound the Bears. Put it on a parlay. Put it on a platter. Serve it up to me. I want some more. 100% on both. This is going to be a miserable football game. Going into the year, it looked promising. Yeah. Um, Because you had high hopes for the Bears. You thought Detroit would be... Better. somewhat fun to watch um, both of these teams are awful yeah Bears to cover and the under I agree the <laughs> the Bills take on the Cowboys the Cowboys are a six and a half point favorite the over under is set at 45 this Cowboys defense with a strong front seven is the Achilles heel of this Bills offense I take Dallas to cover, and I like the under as well. I'm going to agree with you on Dallas to cover. I'm going to take the over, though, because I think Dallas scores a lot. I think they're at a point where they know they need to get on a roll to try to push to win the division, to get into the playoffs, and to have a chance in the postseason. Dak's trying to get that contract. I like Dallas coming off of a loss at New England. Put up a lot of points to cover and the over. I agree. I think the the Cowboys will cover, and I like the over as well on this one coming off last week's loss. The Saints are a six and a half point favorite versus the Falcons. The over under is set at forty eight and a half. 
Last meeting was the shock of the season when Atlanta beat New Orleans at New Orleans. This game is going to be much, much different. Saints cover, and I take the over. My NFL lock of the year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Saints cover the spread. Saints possibly on their own get the over. Yeah. Short week. Your season's done. Julio may not play. Injuries all over the board for the Falcons. Your fans won't care. Saints cover and they over. Well, and you also forgot one thing. What's that? They're playing at home as well. So, who? Falcons, right? And their defense is going to be at an undisclosed yeah, location. That's true. So, I, I true. They've been awful at home. I agree. I, I take the Saints to cover and the Saints for over as well. The Jets are three and a half point favorites at the Bengals. The over under is 40 and a half. The Jets have been decent offensively and slightly above average defensively since Darnold's return. The Bengals are in full tank mode. Darnold is out here screwing defenses and then screwing women after. NFL lock of the week is on the Jets here. Take them to cover. It's it's my lock of probably the year so far. The year? I'm going to go Jets. What do you have on the points? 40 and a half. You have points or under? I have I have over. I'm going to go over in the Jets as well. I'm not going to go lock of this, the week because... You just did? I just did one. <laughs> <laughs> but I did that once with the Jets and got burned. Yeah. We don't talk about that game. <laughs> yeah. You saved me that week, though. I, I almost put a lot of money yeah. on the You're Jets welcome. against the Dolphins. You know, and then you like you talked yourself into taking them <laughs> after you talked me out of it. I talked you out of it. Talked yourself I, into it. I did a it. deep dive, and I was like, "Dang, <laughs> there's something there." <laughs> I should have yeah. listened to myself. Oh, well, good for uh, Well, I honestly, you know, I you know, I just don't care about this game. You know, whoever wins, nobody really does. No, no. Do you know whoever wins wins? Whoever gets the over, good for them. Alright, 49ers versus Ravens. This is the game of the week yes. in the NFL. Ravens are a six point favorite. Over under is set at forty six and a half. The Ravens have been rolling, but I think this 49ers defense is the best in the league and they might have a little bit to do or they might have a little bit to show and slow Lamar Jackson down a little bit. I think the Ravens still win, but I don't think they cover. I think it's gonna be a twenty four to twenty game. And the under is really the better play here. Can you can you repeat the uh, cover and the over and under? Yeah, Ravens are a six point favorite. The over under is forty six and a half. Okay. Shout out to the NFL for flexing the wrong game. Right. The fact that this is a twelve o'clock kickoff is a shame. Um, I'm actually going to go with you. I'm going to say that the Ravens don't cover and the under you're coming off of a game where you excuse me if you're Baltimore you're coming off a game where you just played absolutely phenomenal um you played on Monday night so it's kind of a short well, not kind of it is a shorter week um I think they'll win but I think it's going to be an ugly game uh and maybe lower scoring than you think 
Yeah, I actually agree. I mean, this like you like you guys said, this is the the game of the week for the NFL, and I think if the Ravens get through this week, I mean, I think there's just no stopping them at all, honestly. All right, the Patriots go to the Texans. The Patriots are a three point favorite. Over under is set at forty four and a half. The Texans are fighting for playoff position at home. I like them straight up and the under here. I'm actually going to go Pats to cover. And I'm going to go over. I think they had their wake-up call a few weeks ago against Baltimore. They haven't looked fantastic against the Eagles or Dallas. But I think because um, of their consistency all year, and, and to me, Houston, while they're a good team, I don't really know that you could use the word consistent with them at times. Oh, no. um, so I'm going to go Pats and the over. But when they've looked good. They've, they've looked really looked good really when they're really home. But it's, you just don't know which one you're going to get. Uh, it's a tough one here. Both of them are my fantasy quarterbacks. No. Well, in one league they are. Um, not not this league. Yeah. yeah, you have Brady. I was about to um, say I have Brady, buddy. But I agree with Corey. I like the, the Pats on this one. The Vikings travel to the Seahawks. The Seahawks are a three-point favorite. The over-under is set at 49. Kirk Cousins on the road against a solid team. He played well earlier this year in the same situation, but I don't think lightning strikes twice. Seahawks cover and the over-hits. Seahawks cover and the over-hits. Anytime I have a choice to go with Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins, I'm going with Russell Wilson. Right. Yes, Seahawks cover in the over. And just like history, the Vikings will go extinct. Did they did they go extinct or, or did they just kind of, you know, morph themselves into their new reality? Well, do you do you see any Vikings around? Minnesota. Yeah. Let's just Minnesota. move on. I feel like I feel like what if, if Patty Gas probably see something. What if Patty Gasso took the job at Minnesota? Oh, there's there's a bunch of pirates. Or oh, wait, pirates. We're talking about Vikings. Never mind. I thought we were talking about pirates. I was gonna talk about going to Somalia. Or... Mm. And can we can we talk about one quick thing before we move on? Yeah, what's up? I'm just gonna let our listeners know that mm. when you ask Chase and Corey for advice. <laughs> and and your other fantasy league, you know, just don't trust them. Just don't Bro. do it. They totally Dude, screwed me Brandon over Allen. this week. <laughs> Dude, I played Brandon Allen in my other league, and he gave me like 16 points. I suffered as well. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you we guys... you the wrong Allen, I'm sorry. No, like I legitimately yes. played Brandon Allen in my other league. Well, as you, uh, as you and guys, I lost also. But as you guys have seen, my point system in this fantasy league is kind of jacked up. Yeah, you know, man, I'm, I'm still. You literally have sent us screenshots and all that, and I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with your. I like, like I said, I really think the person in charge of the league is change. Can you change them like weekly? Yes. Yeah. I really think and, they are being you can do. You can do uh, commissioner stat corrections, too, to make yourself win. I really think that they are getting changed weekly. and no, yeah. Because I really think there's only – because there's eight of us in this league, and I really think only three of us are paying attention to the league, actually. 
Right. Um, and, and she's one of them. And so, because like I've said, I have on Monday night, I have won. And when I come back Tuesday morning, somehow it's changed and I've lost. So, Whoa. you should start screenshotting that for real. I have. I, I did screenshot one week. Call her out and add her. I did screenshot uh, one week. But again, if you want advice from Corey or Chase on your fantasy league, make sure. Hey, are you trading me in our league? What? Are you gonna make? Are you gonna take the trade I offered you? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Um, dude, it was pretty fair. Like I told you, you could have. We've made him fair trade. No, like legitimately, I was offering you Julio Jones because I have crazy depth at receiver, and I think who was I asking for? It was like a tight end. Yeah, it was a tight end that you had on your bench. He was off this week. Still on your bench. (laughs) (laughs) And again, Dylan Frill, Frill, next year you can have my spot in my other league because it's literally unfair for me to be in that league. Well, next year we're doing an auction draft. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, that's in our league. It's a brave brave new world. I'm talking about in the other league that I'm in that I'm 11 and 1 in, and my only loss was Lamar Jackson that week. I'm going to be honest. You, You can be in that league. I think. This year has been a real wake-up call for me and that I really do need to take trade seriously. No kidding. I offered you <laughs> I know uh, hey I'm I'm going to I'm going to put Brown. the disclaimer out there. They have offered me trade after trade and I said, "You know, no. I I no, I got." Bro, he offered and you OBJ wish, and I he wish, went off. I wish we had a transcript of all the trades that we've offered Dylan. Because some of them, Dylan would probably literally be in our winners bracket playoff right now, it had he taken would. some of our trades. Because we gave yeah. him some like really complex, like three team trades yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, some of them circling around Antonio Brown. Oh my god! I offered <laughs> you Cooper Cup, who drops like sixteen points a week, and that was that was one of three players I offered you for him. I even offered you my second round draft. Right. As soon yeah. as yeah. as soon as those allegations came out against him, I should have just been like, "Okay, I'll trade him. I, you know, I'll trade him for you." But no. Yeah. Because see, my thought was, I have a ton of receivers, so if he comes back and plays, like it'll be cool. If he doesn't, I can probably take the hit because it's three guys that are good, but I don't really need. Right. But. Oh, All right. Well. So let's. Okay. Huh. Oh, I thought you said hold on. No, I was. I just said, oh well. Okay. All right, so let's move on to some college football talk. First on the list, let's talk about Bama's route to get in. What do you guys think has to happen for Bama to get in? The real question for me, first off, is if Oregon beats Utah, but Oklahoma wins out, do you think Oklahoma gets in above Bama? Because I don't. I do. I do. I think they get in. I I think it's a cop-out for them to get in, but I – out of all the teams, well, all Oregon and Utah, who could get in above Bama, or not Oregon and Utah and Oklahoma, Utah would deserve to be. You can put deserve in quotation yeah. marks. But Oklahoma doesn't. Who did Utah lose to? Do what? Who did Utah lose to? USC. Yeah. At okay. USC and USC is a top twenty-five team. And I think Oklahoma lost to Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas State, Kansas State. Yeah. yeah. I honestly lean 
assuming that Ohio State wins out, Clemson wins out, LSU beats Georgia. If Bama wins out, Utah wins out, Oklahoma wins out. In that scenario, I think Oklahoma would get in because I don't Above think Utah? because I don't think Utah is sexy enough. And at the end of the day, I think People. the playoff committee yeah. are going to want a blue blood team in there because at some point, whether they'll ever admit it or not, they factor in money, money, yeah, viewership, ticket sales. I mean, Utah would show up and show out at a bowl game, but not like Oklahoma would, and. Utah is relevant enough to where they can't really sell the Cinderella story to them. Like, they, they can, yeah. but they can't at the same time. Not like what, you can uh, with a Boise State or a Baylor. What bowl games are the playoff games this year? The one in Atlanta, um, yeah. Peach Bowl, and then the other one is in... Is it Dallas? It might be. Maybe. Yeah, I if think it's, it's Dallas. Dallas. Then, so. I well, think, so go ahead. I, so, I think it's Oklahoma. Um for Bama to get in, in my mind, you have to have Oregon beat Utah, LSU beat Georgia. But I think you need Oklahoma State to beat Oklahoma and then Oklahoma to beat Baylor. Baylor. Well, I mean, even at that point, I think no, it doesn't I matter. Think Bama gets in yeah, above Baylor. Yeah. Like, that'd be ridiculous. But I think if you got Alabama versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma's got more quality wins. Yeah, this is the one year where... Bama doesn't open up with a decent team. They don't, yeah. And Your best win's is, A&M. Yeah, this is the one year it's going to bite them in the butt. Who is going to be a five-loss team Yeah. by the time it's... Granted, the five losses are to extremely good teams. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Still. None of them are bad, but um, I think it's shaping up for it to be... And, and let's see, Oklahoma State... Just 21st. That's another top 25 for win for them if they win this weekend. Yeah. I think it's Oklahoma at four. Yeah. Um, I think if you actually came down to Alabama, Utah, and Oklahoma, and they all went out, I think this is the time where you actually have to look at conference championship, honestly. And if you do that, I mean, Alabama's the first one out, honestly. I mean, I, I don't think you can look right. at Utah and Oklahoma and say – Alabama may be better than you, but we're going to put them in over you because, you know, you know. I think this is the one year you have to look at conference championships and say, okay, we're going to actually put in a conference champion. And if you look at the either two, I, like I, like Corey said, you would have to put Oklahoma in over Utah. And, I mean, I think the whole Jalen story, honestly, adds appeal to the public as well in the fact of the Cinderella story. Because you have someone who came in last year, saved Alabama from losing the SEC championship, and then now he's transferring out, getting his own start at Oklahoma, and having a pretty good year. And I think the the committee would put, if they were smart, they would put Oklahoma in in that four spot. As weird as this may sound, though, I will say this. Given the three, Alabama, Utah, Oklahoma, I think Utah gives LSU the best game, assuming they're the first seed, the one seed. I think LSU would score at will on Oklahoma, and I think their defense would be good enough, just good enough to give Jalen some fits. Yeah. Well, right. well so, and uh, yeah, you, you, said, you said the one game's in Atlanta. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, because well, LSU obviously picked that. Assuming well, they're first, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, two. I mean, I mean, if I think LSU, regardless, they're gonna be. I think to me, they deserve that number one spot, and I know we're getting to that here in a second. But um, they would obviously pick the two games in a row at Atlanta if they're smart. I mean, if embrace debate, there should be a playoff game in the Northeast, like in MetLife Stadium or somewhere like that. Because they're all, I know for weather-wise, why they do it. Right. But they need to branch this thing out more than they do. do I mean, think... they're in the south and the west. I mean, that's all you have. Yeah. Do you think at any point they do a play-in game for the fourth seed? Between, I think that could start even more controversy. Say even, that one more time. I didn't year. hear that. A, a play-in game for the fourth seed. Oh, I I still think that causes played in Indianapolis. You're going to have controversy for who's eight, who's nine. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many there are. There's going to be controversy, and in all honesty, in every year except maybe this one, I think it's proven to be yeah that number five team is probably going to get blown out by that number four team. Yeah, even if they don't, then you got to play the number one team and. You're going to get blown out then, just like it has happened every year, except one where Ohio State beat Alabama. Yeah. And that's been the only time, and really there wasn't any huge debate that year of whether Ohio State should be four or not. It was it was pretty well known who the four teams were going to be pretty much every year so far. So now that we've talked about the final teams or who would get the four seed, Let's talk about who our favorite is, who should be the one seed, who we think is actually going to win. Because I think Ohio State, to me, especially if they went out, deserves to be the one seed. But I think with Georgia winning, LSU is going to destroy A&M this week. Then they're going to beat Georgia, and I think that's going to push them back to one over Ohio State. But I think Ohio State is going to win the whole thing. And they should be one at least. Wait, time out here. Rankings came out tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I haven't. I, I don't have a TV up here, so That's I haven't okay. been paying Ohio attention. Ohio State one again. Who's number? One? All right, I'll get to my opinion there in a second. Yeah, you go ahead, Corey. Are you going Ohio State off of I test or resume? All of it. Like they're. See, I think LSU's resume is better. I mean, LSU's resume is better, but I mean they're. Best win, so I mean, their best win's obviously Alabama, but that's still a one possession game in which Bama created a lot of their own mistakes. See, I still give LSU some credit for that win against Texas in week two. I don't. That's, that that win has not aged well. What win? The win against Texas. Yeah. So you said you think Ohio but, State will be. I think Ohio State – I don't think so. I think LSU is going to end up being the one seed. But you think Ohio State should be? I think Ohio State should be. They're more complete than LSU is. I think LSU will end up being the one seed because they're going to have to beat a Georgia team that they've not played yet Right. at, at number four most likely, um, whereas and Ohio I, State will be beating a team they've already beaten. I think that's why the committee keeps Georgia at, at four. four. It is, not that ESPN has that game – but still, 
That's huge ratings wise. If you talk about who's the most complete team, I think it's Ohio State. Yeah. Um, so I will agree with you on that, but I do think LSU beating Georgia in Atlanta will get them the one. Yeah, I mean, to me, if it were me, I think LSU deserves the number one spot. Honestly, I agree with what you guys have said that Ohio State is the more complete team. But when you look at resume alone, you ha- I mean, they want to put so much emphasis on resume alone. LSU outright deserves it over anyone, perfectly honest. Um, but like Corey just said, I mean, they're going to have a top four matchup for a conference champion. LSU would hopefully jump Ohio State for that. Um, but to me, I mean, what they have, is it four or five top ten wins? I think it's four. Right yeah. now? It'd be four right now, and then a f- hopefully a fifth at conference championship weekend. I mean, that's almost half their season that they've won against top ten teams. They obviously deserve to be number one. Right now they have a third of their schedule where they have proven themselves time after time. So why can't the committee just grow a pair and give it to them and leave them there? Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Let's talk about the upcoming draft because with Tua going down, with that injury, yeah, I still think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. But we've... I maybe. Mean, yeah, maybe. But... We've seen time and time again that the one thing that you can kind of count on coming out of college, we've seen it with Miles Garrett. We've seen it with Clowney. We've seen it with these with Indomitian Sue. Defensive linemen coming out of college who have looked great in college mm-hmm. pretty much always transfer over to the NFL just as well. Mm-hmm. If I had the number one pick, if I'm the Bengals, I'm taking Chase Young out of Ohio State. And I'm letting these other teams, I'm signing some guy, and maybe I tank for T-Law next year. But I, I still think drafting, putting, putting a great team around a young quarterback on a rookie deal has been the blueprint for winning championships other than the Patriots. Yeah. And even Tom Brady has mm-hmm. taken taken less money to let the rest of the team build around him. And you don't see a lot of that in the NFL now. And like with Russell Wilson, their defense has been completely torn apart so that he could get his money. We're seeing it with Kirk Cousins where It's gonna happen with the Chiefs. Yeah. If, I mean Patrick Mahomes, he technically has a year left, but he's holding out next year. Oh yeah. He's gonna ask for his money. Deservedly so, but I think the the best thing that I can come up with, and I'll mention this again when we're talking about the N- NBA, is Ben or Ben Bill Simmons has this new podcast out about it's called the Book of Basketball because he wrote the Book of Basketball, and the first one is about the secret, and it's all about putting the team before yourself. And that's the secret to championships. It's why the Warriors worked. It's why the Bulls worked. It's why all these great dynasties throughout the ages worked. And it's why great dynasties 
tore apart. You know, we saw it with Shaq and Kobe. Once they started thinking, or Kobe started thinking, this is about me, it needs to be my team, while Shaq was still technically in his prime, the team fell apart. So, you see these quarterbacks who are asking for way too much money, and I think we're going to see it with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. I think that team, once they give him his money, because they're going to, and he deserves it in a way, but they're going to fall off. And it's not going to be good. Or they're not going to be good. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100% with that. And I think if you're you're Cincinnati, you've got to go with Chase Young. Because what good is it going to do you to get Joe Burrow, if that's who you go with, or and Tua, you and then nobody. put them on a garbage roster? Yeah. You're setting them up for failure. So get Chase Young, draft-wise, pick a quarterback in the fourth or fifth round, Take a flyer on Jalen Hurts if you like him enough. Yeah. See how he works. If he doesn't, you didn't really lose a lot. And then go get a Trevor Lawrence or whoever else comes up next year that, that maybe you like better or have a chance to get. So I, I think Chase Young is the smart move. I think they go with the quarterback, though. Oh, you know who killed their draft stop by coming back for their senior year? Freaking Justin Herbert. Dude. Yeah. He might go. Mm-hmm. He, he was a first-rounder last year. He might go third or fourth. He was top ten yeah. for sure last year. I think the Giants would have gotten him. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think so too. All right. Well, go for it. Well, hold go on. For it. I did exactly. I didn't get to say my <laughs> little bit here. I agree. I think Chase Young is the smarter pick. But it's the and it, bear with bear with me here. Let me get this out before I get any kind of uh, comments or remarks here. Okay. With Tua being the poster child for life alert right now, does he honestly come back next year? Because, I mean, it's not like he has a regular injury like most people have. I mean, the man fell and he couldn't get up. So, does he come back and improve his stock draft right now? Because, I mean... I don't know. How much Th- that's just personal draft yeah. stock if you're Tua. But Tua has also proven that he gets hurt week after okay, week. Bear, after bear week. with me here. This might be the best thing that ever happened to Tua because I think he, was it could go- be. he was going to, to Cincinnati, Cincinnati if he didn't get hurt. And that is an absolute disaster of an organization. I, the only worst team right now might be the Redskins to go to. Yeah. I think dream scenario for Tua would be Saints, Pats, or Packers, or uh, Chargers, where you have an established quarterback. He can heal from his injury, learn, adapt, um, improve where he needs to improve, and then take the reins over in a year or two. You know what would have really sucked? If the Falcons wouldn't have gotten hot those two weeks. And we could have had the first pick and got Chase Young. Uh, Either that, or if the Bengals would have first pick, taking Chase Young, and then... That gummit, there's Tua for the Falcons. What is Tua's recovery time? I don't know what that on Have they said? Because, oh no, 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 no. Because then you could make a trade to the Bears for Matt Ryan. Oh my gosh. Get some, get some defensive stuff from the Bears. For It'd be a real shame if we traded Matt Ryan to the Redskins for... Anybody. Deron Payne. Yeah, or... take your choice on that defense. You really need some linebackers, honestly. Yeah. Anyway. 
Man, what a shame C.J. Mosley left the Ravens when he did. Yeah, that sucked for him, honestly. Tough scene. But he got his money. So. Yeah. So, uh, let's move on to probably the biggest coaching search right now. Not playing Homer here. Florida State coaching search. Bob Stoops is out. Who are you got? Who would your top three be now? Realistically? Yeah. Because I, I just have one guy, and I'm, I'm giving him the job if I'm Florida State. I think you'd have to go Kiffin, Matt Rule, Matt Campbell. You know, I've been thinking about it, and I, I mean, I to me, the only name to me that makes sense right now, and I think would be the smarter move, would be Kiffin. So, I think you offer Matt Campbell. And you make him tell you no. Mm-hmm. Once he tells you no, this has worked for LSU, and USC had a chance to do it too. You have a coach with you right now, who clearly the guy he gets to the players. The guys like playing for him. He's been a part of your university. He went to your university, and he's been a part of every coaching staff since Bowden. Give the job to Haggins, and then pay for the best coordinators. Right. And keep Kendall Browles there there because obviously his offense works. And then just bring in a really good defensive coordinator. Or, I mean... Kevin Steele. Who knows? Dan Quinn might be looking for a job. Uh, We can hope. How are you going to take it next year when you take the field for the first game and head coach Gus Malzahn runs out? uh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Because... He's going to take play calling away from Kendall Browse, which has been the only bright spot so far this year, and it's it's not going to be good. So, just give the job to Haggins, Florida State administration, if you're listening. All right, so let's start the pick and pop, our NBA talk segment with me and Corey, and Dylan is here to hate on LeBron when prompted. That's right. LeBron, what, uh, excuse me, Dylan, what, what charity has LeBron donated to recently that you despise? What charity has he donated to for what? Like, what charitable act has he done this week that you're going to ignore? I mean, he's probably given to orphans or given to neglected animals. He's probably done something. Will you go watch Space Jam 2? I will not, I know. That the only way I will watch that movie is if it is a free movie on some kind of streaming service. I will not pay oh, it's money. Be, it's gonna be trash. It'll be on Disney Plus. I will not pay money. It's Looney Tunes. Ah, you're Plus. right. You're right. God, get your studios right, Corey. Come on. It's gonna be on one of the forty-seven streaming services we all subscribe to. Yeah, three dollars each. But we were supposed to save money with this way. <laughs> MVP talk to me right now there's three guys in the conversation it's Luca, it's Giannis it's James Harden and I think Giannis is going to win it mm-hmm. but if you look up stats you look up player efficiency rating Luca should win the MVP this year I agree I think he I mean they're 11 and 6 right now excuse me 11 and 5 they would probably be 5 and 11 yeah, if that without him, 
um, playing an insane amount and only in his second year. So I, I definitely think if it were me, I would vote for Luca. As long as it's and not think, LeBron think, James, I'm, I don't care who wins. And I think Luca's got an outside chance because, or more than an outside chance, because Harden has won MVP, Giannis has won MVP, and no, there's no rule that they can't give someone back-to-back MVPs, but I think the thought of having a new young face in the NBA, especially in Dallas, will be pretty enticing for the voters. Yeah, I think so too. A forward player at that. Granted, Giannis is too, but... All right, so Lake Show this year. Ooh. They are looking unbelievably good. good, and I did not see it coming. Mm-mm. However, I do have a take. I think this is a good regular season team. I think the wear and tear of the yeah. playoffs is going to wear against this team. I still think they go out in the second round. Even if they're the one seed, they go up to like the four or five seed, which is going to be Denver or Utah or something like that. With how they played at the beginning of the year, I today I can see them getting to the conference finals. Now, if they got beat in the second round, it would not catch me off guard. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. But they're way better than I thought they were going to be. However, I think we've, we've talked about this before. At some point, you just have to think that depth is going to – is going to come out to play a factor. Well, it's it's your, not so far. When you're 17 games in, like, yeah, your depth isn't going to matter that much because... When one of your key bench players is Contavious Caldwell-Pope, you know you're kind of screwed for the season. You know, LeBron has a knack for always having that one random white dude on his team. That's true. <laughs> like, it was Delhi. Yeah. It was Matt Miller. And now it's Alex Caruso. Yeah. Which he's he's not bad. Oh, um, the fans love him. Yeah. I think the Lakers are what like undefeated when he plays in a game, yeah. which is like garbage time. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, I will give the Lakers a lot of credit, but I still stand by. At some point, the depth will become an issue. So far, the Warriors are the worst team in the NBA. If they get the first pick, James Wiseman. Get, yeah, if they get to place one of the top guys coming out of college this year, probably going to be James Wiseman. Who's a what is he? Is he seven foot? Yeah, he's like seven one. Yeah, place him around those big three that have always been there, and then whoever the heck they're going to play at the three guard or basically three's a guard. Yeah, but the three spot that's almost unfair because you're going to have this other star guy on a rookie contract. Kind of like you did with Steph when yeah. everything was kind of first coming together. You had he wasn't on a rookie contract, but there was a lot of stipulations about his ankles and stuff, and he was on a cheaper contract. And that's what, with the salary cap boost and everything like that, allowed for KD to come in. You're probably going to have something around that same situation because I don't know, I don't know when Draymond's contract runs up, but he's not getting a whole lot of money next time it comes up. No. Steph, I think, is going to take less money to win again. Clay is the only one that's kind of like, uh, I don't know what he might do. Next contract time. Right. How many more years does Draymond have on his contract? That's I, I what I, I don't really know. Uh, hold on. Let's get our stats and info. Oh, bro, he signed a extension. He's up to five years. Oof. But he's only making like sixteen mil a year. 
So it's not that bad. Yeah, he, he's actually on a really good contract for what he gets to them. Anyway, I think that'd be unfair. Now, what's happened this year, I think there's really no comparison. Or I think this extremely adds to the impact of Steph and Clay's legacy as Warriors. If they weren't both Hall I mean, Steph obviously was. I think Clay was kind of on the fringes. If they weren't both Hall of Famers, I think they are now after this year and seeing the drop-off of, yes, KD left, but they were still expected to make the playoffs if those two guys were in. And with them out, they're the worst team in the league. I think that's got to add. Yeah, it adds to the legacy for sure um, that there's been such a drop-off without them. And I don't think – I think going into the year, I didn't feel like Clay would play this year. Obviously, that's not even a question now as they're going into full tank mode. But part of me kind of wants him to get the number one pick just because I want to see what that roster looks like with James Wiseman. Only if – And they'll finally have bench depth. Only if – which, yeah, they need that big time. The bright future Grizzlies don't get the number one pick. Keep, Keep my boy at home. Pair him up with Ja. Some people were saying that's the next Penny and Shaq combo in the NBA. But, so they're uh, except they're extremely... <laughs> extremely disappointing. Yeah. You know, not, not the uniforms are sick, though. Yeah. The uniforms oh, are man. sick. They almost beat the Lakers. Did they beat the Lakers? No, they lost. No, they lost, yeah. Job played great, though. Yeah. Um, but, no, I kind of want them to go to the Warriors. That's one of my favorite league pass teams is the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies? Because yeah. they're really good. Yeah. I mean, they they play really competitive games. They just don't win. Them, uh, I watch a lot of Celtics, and then I watch a lot of Rockets. I haven't watched that much Thunder. I haven't. Mm-hmm. The next two teams I want to talk about, the Hawks and the Blazers, I haven't watched all year. And it kind of shocked me when I looked up their records because I didn't realize how absolutely terrible they are. They are very much close to the bottom and yeah. I looked it up Lillard hasn't even been hurt this year no uh, do we have any clue what's happening to either of these teams because if, the Hawks were supposed to be our sneaky like oh maybe could be in, in the, the playoffs. playoffs yeah they surprised me only because the East is not great right yeah um Portland I have no answer for I know the West is more difficult is more difficult this year Melo's back though he dropped like 25 last yeah. night. Yeah. I think poor roster construction for the Trailblazers. Um, Mello, he drops 25 last night, but at the end of the day, I don't know that that was the greatest move. Getting Hassan Whiteside, or Hassan Whiteside, not Hassan, Hassan Whiteside, mm-hmm. I don't really know how great that is for the locker room. This is the. Yeah, he, granted we're only 18 games in but this is the first time I've kind of looked at this team and been like does Damian Lillard stay there his whole career Brandon, look at the Mavs jerseys holy crap hold on wait till they show that's a new floor design and everything oh wow is it their city uniforms yeah it's pretty sick shouts to every professional league allowing their teams to wear different uniforms except the NFL <laughs> yeah oh they get the color rush on Thursdays oh, that one yeah. time of year so that's cool all right, you got anything else? Uh, an apology to the Milwaukee Bucks. I questioned how good you were. Yeah. Um, said you were disappointing, and then you I don't know that you've lost a game since then. <laughs> um, man, who who knew you could make bad takes after only playing five games yeah. in an 82-game season? Um, no outside of that, are you 
I mean, the Clippers, how do you feel about them? Uh, man, I, I think they're going to be really good. Growing pains? Yeah, but I forgot to look up the stat of what they were. I think they're like 3-1 and one with George and uh, Kawhi yeah. in the lineup. So, long term, I think they're going to be good just how many games they play together because I think they're both – very injury wary especially Kawhi with his leg so is there a team in the west with the Clippers with potential injury issues the Lakers with potential depth issues that could sneak up out of the west and uh, I, I think Utah is still my favorite I think yeah. Utah is the favorite to come out of the west I think the Clippers are going to have the best regular season in the west but I like Utah they have a ton of depth they finally have a competent point guard and Mike Conley to run that team. I really like Utah still. A Utah-Philly NBA Finals would be fun. Yeah. Two good fan bases who and I would love have not won a long time. Yeah. Especially after Gasol finally got one last year. Yeah, as a Memphis Grizzlies fan, I would really want <laughs> Mike Conley to win one too. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> yeah, if that. If that. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Against the Spread. Follow us on Twitter. We're going to tweet eventually this year. Rivalry rivalry weekend throughout the records. We're going to tweet. Yeah, we're going to tweet throughout the records, and we're going to troll some fan bases. It's going to be awesome. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Find us on Anchor, on iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. I'm going to find more podcast hosting sites to put us on besides just iTunes. So, um, yeah. As always, have a great day. As far as I'm concerned without an open mind, you're never gonna learn Maybe someday when